Are you struggling to network in today's digital and online world? And how do you create vast networks and deep connections? Join me today as I talk to Cameron Toth and Steve Spiro as we talk all about how I create master connections and networks on The Fanny Dunnigan Show. Hello everyone, my name is Fanny Dunnigan. Welcome to my live show. I am coming to you live from Facebook and YouTube and my favorite of all, LinkedIn. So thank you for tuning in this week. Every week on Thursdays at four, I chat with industry leaders, content creators, and just interesting, fascinating people that all lead with their heart. And we have discussions about how they create things and how they make a difference in the world. So thank you for joining me. And thank you to all those that are tuning in. Let me know where you are tuning in from. And uh, also, please share with people, what is your expertise? 
Let people know what you do in the comments below of the show. Use this opportunity to network and build your community. After all, today's show is going to be all around networking and creating deep connections with people and building an online community. So let's see who is on. I saw someone in here that I have not seen in, I think, almost 10 years. Is that right, Don? Where are you? <laughs> I saw your post here. You are tuning in all the way from British Virgin Isles. And there you are, Don. How are you? This is so good to see you out there. Thank you for joining us. This just shows how, um, how small this world is, right? And uh, we have Cameron, one of our guests in the audience. Um, as well as Steve Spiro. They will be joining me very, very soon. And uh, Yolanda, oh, always, always great to see you in here. I saw Neil as well. Welcome, Neil, Neil Israel. Uh, for those of you that want animated stories and um, illustrations done, you have to connect with Neil Israel. He is the co-founder of Sketchology who tells stories through animation. Um, so it's a great way to explain, especially complex things and in simple forms. So make sure you connect with Neil Israel, everyone. And uh, Brian Morrison is in the house. So many people, Greg Hawks, welcome, welcome. Somewhere between Houston and the restaurant at the end of the universe. Love it, Greg. <laughs> Um, so thank you for tuning in, everyone. This week, I, because this show is going to be all around building a network and connections, I challenge all of you in the comments to connect with at least five new people. My audience are simply amazing. They're here to do good. They have good intentions. And um, they're all professionals. So make sure you connect with people in the audience, tell people what you do and the value that you offer, and let's build an online community right here. And then I want to give a special shout out to my community manager of the show, Miss Ann Small. How are you? Very good. Excited for today. Awesome. This is going to be a fun show. So make sure you all connect with Ann Small. She manages the community and comments of this show. And uh, she will make sure that I don't miss any questions and address whatever you have to ask. So make sure you gather all your networking uh, questions and um, start posting them because we're going to ask that of our guests later. Thank you, Ann. Okay. So... This week's content tip of the week is all around hashtags and how you can use hashtags for networking. So a lot of times we use hashtags for our content to illustrate what topic we're talking about. And so people that follow that hashtag can then, you know, our content can then pop up on their feed. But on the reverse side of that is if you are an HR professional, and you type in into the search bar, hashtag human resources, you can see all the other people that are posting about human resource topics. And so you can start to network and meet 
and engage and comment on other people's feeds that are in, in this case, the HR world and the HR industry. Or you could do hashtag marketing if you're a marketing executive or professional and search up everyone that posts with that hashtag, hashtag marketing, and see what other marketing professionals that you meet. Or you can ask yourself, who are your target clients and your target audience? And whatever industry they might be in, maybe it's hashtag insurance, hashtag banking, hashtag technology, hashtag engineering, hashtag project management, whatever topic you're interested in, type that hashtag into the subject line and then start to look for the consistent content creators that create with that hashtag. And if that's something that is of interest to you as well, or is your, you know, in your target audience or client, then those are the people that you want to start engaging with, start connecting, start following, create a rapport with them, comment on their feeds, message them, and build a relationship with them. And that's how you can use hashtags to build connections and your network. So that's my content tip of the week. Okay, and the next thing on the agenda is my quote of the week. Every week, I like to share a, a quote that inspires me, a quote that I think will help you, the audience, maybe shift your mindset a little or maybe um, motivate you to move in a certain direction. And again, because this week is all around networking, my quote is around networking. And it is from a wonderful New York Times author called Keith Ferrazzi. And the quote is, when it comes to networking, have the audacity to ask and then follow up with generosity. I'm going to say that again. Have the audacity to ask and follow up with generosity. So what does that mean? I want to tell a quick story that he uses. So Keith Ferrazzi is now a New York Times bestseller, but he used to be the youngest CMO of Deloitte Consulting. And the reason he got that job was because when he was just a fresh graduate, he um, got into, I think, an internship with Deloitte, and he had the audacity to speak to the head of Deloitte Consulting at a networking event and asked him what he wants his legacy as the head of Deloitte to be. And as a result of that, he said um, he wanted to be able to compete on the same level as the McKinsey's of the world and the big consulting firms of the world. So then Keith, this junior analyst, then takes the initiative to go out there and research how all these other consulting firms are doing marketing. And he gets a job there. Long story short, he ends up being the youngest CMO at the age of 32 to Deloitte Consulting. So he had the audacity to ask for something. And then he followed that up by being generous and giving free research and free advice. And over time, he got that job and then he moved along in his career um, at Deloitte. So I thought that's a wonderful story to illustrate. Again, you know, have the audacity to ask. Sometimes it's just about asking, asking 
So have the audacity to ask and then follow up with generosity. <laughs> I can hear my husband like sneezing in the background over and over. <laughs> Do you guys hear that? This is the this is a live show right here, folks. <laughs> uh, well, let's get to the show. And um, this week, as I said, we are going to talk all about networking and making connections. Today's topic is how I create master connections and networks. So please join me in welcoming Cameron Toth and Steve Spiro. Welcome, guys. How's it going? That's amazing. Awesome. Awesome. I'm so excited for this show. You guys bring like this like extra energy, I think, because you have this like networking, let's go vibe. <laughs> I love it. I love it. So um, Cameron, please introduce. Oh, actually, I have your bio. So let me read this real quick, because you have achieved a bunch of stuff all over your career. But at the same time, over the last year, you have just kind of like exploded <laughs> online. So Cameron, Cameron Toth is the host and founder of BizDev Live, which we're going to talk a little bit more about. He also founded Toth Event Staffing in 2011, which is a hospitality company providing staff to caterers, cafeterias, and catering events in Westchester, New York, and New York City. We got some New Yorker in the house. And uh, but BizDev Live was founded in 2020, last year, amidst a pandemic. <laughs> um, but this is where he's taken his entrepreneurship experience and combined it with his passion for helping young people and business-minded professionals. And it's his mission in life to increase access to education and opportunity for all people. He also serves on the board of soundbusiness.org, involved with the organization since 1996, where he interned with his mentor and role model, Charles Thompson. And now they provide college and career guidance programs for high school students, providing a model that promotes good choices and education through peer-to-peer -peer management. Wow. Thank you, Cameron. And that's Cameron, my right pleasure, there. My pleasure. Humble to be in the same the presence with welcome, this man. Welcome, welcome. Yes. And then Steve, you're not so. Uh, you have a very full uh, bio as well. Steve started his first company right out of college in advertising, and uh, he holds a fourth degree black belt in karate and first degree in jiu-jitsu. I think if we have time, we're going to make Steve do a demo for us. <laughs> Having his own karate studio, he contributes much of his success to a strong work ethic, a can-do, never-quit attitude, discipline, integrity, and fearlessness that he's cultivated in the martial arts. He's also a master connector with over 17,000 contacts in his phone. Does the phone hold that many? <laughs> Apple's upset with me about it, but yes. Wow. And over 12,000 connections on LinkedIn. He's eventually pivoted from advertising into technology and now consulting. Big on self-development, loves to inspire people to get out of their comfort zone through speaking engagements, coaching, and mentoring. Wow. Thank you. Thank you both. Um, is there anything I missed from the bio? 
I think I think Brian Morrison Cameron. wants to hear the uh, the Biz Dev theme song, so we'll get that going a little bit. We'll get a little oh, bit coming up yes. before we get out of here. Yeah, we'll do that. We'll do that. We'll have some entertainment. Are you gonna like DJ? Yep, we'll, get, we'll, get, we'll get the sound effects going. We'll drop the uh, the bombs, the whole thing. I just want to shout out everybody in the uh, the comments. Uh, Jihan, G's in the house. Thanks for love shouting it. us out. Yolanda, so many people checking in. Anne's rocking, rocking the community down there. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Brian's missing the music. Yes. <laughs> Brian, are you saying I now need a DJ for the show? <laughs> we're we're going to get we're gonna get it going. We, we're going to get it going before we get out of here. <laughs> Awesome. Awesome. Well, let's dive right into it. Steve, you are a self-proclaimed shy and introverted person that started off, well, quiet, I guess. And now you are a master connector. How did that happen? Tell me a little bit about your journey. Well, you know, uh, you, you read my bio, right? So, um, you know, but, but earlier on big picked on bullied, um, just um, and also learning disabled dyslexic. So I guess for whatever reason, I just uh, I, I stayed in the shell in my box and and realized that, you know, maybe the creative side could be for me and I could do some stuff and and uh, always felt sort of, yeah, I felt good about what I did, but always felt like something was missing and uh, had a very illustrious career in the advertising industry uh, through a good friend that I'd met through, through a friend, uh, through someone I met through a friend uh, in advertising. I was introduced to a very successful entrepreneur who took a mentoring role with me and, and got me out of my shell, helped me, you know, got me into books and, and audios and networking. And, and so the, the, the journey began and, and initially um, he challenged me, he challenged me in a lot of ways. Um, and I, but I felt good about it. You know, it's like, I, I like to see this, right. Um, I put on some weight, I've taken it off, but I put on weight for a while and I could sit in front of the TV and I could eat a, a whole pint like, like almost every night of Buddy Bican Haganaz ice cream. I really can. And it tastes so good. But afterwards, horrible, right? And to me, living in my comfort zone, it felt good. But afterwards, it wasn't feeling that good. And so when I got out of my comfort zone, I felt really good. I felt better. I felt, instead of like, you know, how you feel after, you, after the workout, right? You feel really good after the workout, right? Then endorphins. I started to initially, I just... You know, meeting people randomly. I literally uh, would. Um, I made a goal that I would convert two total strangers into new friends, um, and uh, that's what I I wound up doing. And um, uh, you know, I, I missed the goal. This is pr prior to the pandemic. I, I was you know, goal was three perfect strangers to convert them into new friends, and and um, missed the goal. It was only average about two a day that I was doing, um, but. You know, through that and, and growing on LinkedIn, it just it's really it's amazing to be able to connect with a lot of people and and get out of my comfort zone. And, and I love my motto is is there's danger in the comfort zone. And that's how I, I try my life. Do you find that it's a matter of mindset and just setting your intention that you're going to do this? Or do you find it's a matter of like you have certain tactics and things and setting goals and all that? Like what? What portion of it is it, or is it one versus the other when it comes to going from being shy to like a, a master networker? I think initially it was very tactical, right? And very uh, on purpose, very tactical. And then, you know, kind of like in, you know, I, I, a lot of my parallels in life and business parallel the, um, the martial arts, right? 
So initially, when you learn how to throw a reverse punch, right, it's very mechanical. And eventually, you learn, you just do it. You don't have to think about it. And uh, eventually, you know, it just becomes sort of second nature. So that's kind of how it went with me with, the, with, with networking, right? And, and also, what it really changed when my heart changed. I became others focused and I really wanted to serve other people and help and be that and add value to other people. That's really when it became uh, really almost became to me. It's selfish if I'm not reaching out. That's how I feel now. Wow. Yeah. Wise words for sure. I mean, it, it's like that, that quote, right? It's you, yeah. you reach out to them, but then you share in your generosity and, yeah. and sharing, creating value. Um, now, Cameron, you came from the event industry, right? I mean, correct. walk me through a bit about how when the pandemic hit, obviously, like everyone in the events industry was was impacted. And, and what made you kind of work on creating this, this online brand and this networking whole community that, that you've built? Yeah, so it, it's been a it's been a journey. I have a hospitality company that I started in 2011. I was a journey getting there. It really starts, you, you mentioned soundbusiness.org. I joined that back in high school, 1996. And I was joining that at a time, and it's a college career preparatory program. I got involved in it because a guidance counselor sent me over there. I was a DJ in high school, so I was DJing R&B, reggae, and hip-hop. So Brian, who was looking for the music, this has been a lifelong thing, right? I, I love music. I love incorporating it into what I do. Uh, it's something that I think from a pedagogical standpoint, uh, dropping the big word there, but the idea that you know it's brain-friendly in this world where we're all kind of zoomed out, it is one of those things that you can uh, really break things up. Your intro incorporates music, right, Fanny? It is one of those things that it sets things apart when you're able to bring the music in. Uh, we had one of uh, uh, Steve's guests that was on my show, BizDev Live, the other day, and we were talking about the importance of music. Uh, music in the movie. So I have a, of a soundtrack in my life and it starts with uh, that, that kind of time in my life when I was in high school, because uh, that was like the, the drama tension building music as I failed to graduate high school, had a child at 19. People were telling me college is important. I was in this college and career preparatory program, but because I wasn't looking for mentorship, you know, you mentioned that quote before, be audacious, go out there and ask, don't be afraid, you know, give yourself permission to go out and seek those resources. I wasn't mature. I didn't have that guidance. I was, you know, raised my father. I was basically a single child with my father. My mother was out on the West Coast with my siblings and uh, he was doing it all on his own. Gave me a great love of books, but that push, that direction wasn't there. So, I wasn't connecting the moment to 20 years from now. And so I'm really driven now in everything that I do to do that for younger people, for business owners that, you know, I started my business in 2011. I made a lot of mistakes. I started as a DBA and everything was attached to my social security number. I didn't set it apart. Well, as I learned my lesson there, 2015, I incorporated, became an S-Corp. That's played out huge as we into, went into the pandemic and I was able to really pivot and be financially safe because I was able to apply for the PPP program. We have a large amount of staff, so it was very applicable for us to receive money for salaries, able to pay myself and basically have that money forgiven because of the corporate structure. So, you know, entrepreneurship has so many challenges. Why, you know, be challenged when you don't have to? So 
when I came to this moment of pivot last year in 2020, I was like, what do I do? Because obviously all live events were canceled. I have a company that yeah. provides waiters and bartenders and chefs and kitchen assistants. And my happy place, my place. So I didn't start up the folding napkins and table design company. My happy place is around providing that kind of guidance. I've been doing it a long time with the with the nonprofit, stayed involved with that the whole time. And my happy place, like when I have a waiter, a bartender, or kitchen assistant, or chef across from me, is when we're talking about career and how can I get them to the next step. And so I had that moment of pivot. I was realizing how important video was. We've taught, we've had that conversation, right, Fanny? And so I said, yes. I got to do something here. I want to do something that provides opportunity and education to people. So that's how BizDev Live was born. And BizDev, the name comes from Gary V, who I like so much. He said BizDev a lot. I was going up live. I didn't want to do the post-production. BizDev Live, done. And that's yeah. what it's all about. I love it. Yeah, because you go live across, uh, what is it, Facebook as well as YouTube, right? Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter through Periscope. Yeah, absolutely. Awesome. Awesome. And you, you know, was, but was it scary? Like, how did you even know how to pivot or, or where to pivot? I guess how we can always do research and look it up. Right. But like, where did you know, how did you know where to go with it, with your brand? Well, it was really interesting. And this plays into the master connection series that me and Steve started. So as Steve got the, and I'll let him uh, tell the piece of it, you know, in terms of uh, his side of it, but I was getting basically experience and some, some push from this organization that me and Steve are both in called uh, Master Networks. And so I joined that in December of 2019 fortuitously, yeah. and they immediately when things changed and we couldn't be meeting in person, immediately pivoted to virtual meetings. And that combined with some of the leadership and the organization doing Facebook lives got me into sort of like, oh, wow, okay, I can go live on Facebook. And this is a little bit less intimidating than doing on a full on production where I have to edit and use skills that I really don't have. Yeah. Um, and then I was seeing some things. I'll let, I'll let Steve tell his side of the story as he got LinkedIn live, but I was seeing some things and I offered some advice as, as uh, Steve decided to get, give me a phone call because he saw what I was doing. Yeah. Well, yeah, you guys decided to partner up and create this master connections series, right? And, and now it's a weekly show and I was on it, I think two weeks ago and it was so much fun. You guys, <laughs> It's like, where did this idea come from, Steve, this Master Connection series? Well, I can tell you how it started. I don't know about, I think the, I think I got to give Cameron a lot of credit on the, how, you know, how, how it took shape. But, um, you know, so, so, you know, I, I, I do a lot. I do uh, every Friday, I do a uh, Fired Up Friday uh, uh, video post. I do, it's like a three to five minute video out. post. What's that? I said, people have to check out the Fired Up Friday that Steve does. He does one every yeah, I Friday. I definitely enjoy it. It's a lot of fun. Get a lot of good, uh, good, good press on it. And, um, and so I did that for a while. And and you know, I I saw that there were people doing live shows, right? I don't think you and I, you and I, uh, Fanny, were connected at the time, but yeah, went on on live, and I'm like, okay, it's interesting. And then I kind of fi you know I figured out, okay, you know, other you know, you can go on YouTube Live, Facebook Live anytime you want, but you got to apply for LinkedIn. And so I'm like. Yeah. 
kicks and giggles, honestly. I was like, okay, let's go apply. Let's see what happens. And much to my surprise, five weeks later, I got the, I got approved. I'm like, okay, now what am I going to do? And I'm not the kind of guy that could sit in front of a camera for an hour and just speak. And I'm certainly not talented like you folks in terms of the uh, having the ability to 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 run you know interviews and so forth. I I mean I can keep a conversation going, but so I'm like, okay, so I'll uh, yeah, that's my profile. So yeah. I'm like, so what am I going to do with this? And so I'm I'm you know talking to people in my network and. You know, obviously, I admired a lot what Cameron has been doing with his with all the live stuff that he was doing, and I'm like, me and Cameron had a, had a conversation, and and so he, you know, he's, you know, he didn't mention this part of the story, but we met probably close to two years ago, uh, just before the pandemic hit, and uh, we, we connected right away. There was definitely really good synergy amongst us, and we, I don't know, I I figured in some way somehow we'll figure out a way. Uh, to collaborate somehow, some way. And so I said to Cameron, I said, I got this great tool. I don't know what the heck to do with it, right? And he's like, well, maybe we could collaborate because I've been waiting a couple of years to be on LinkedIn Live. And we should collaborate. And I'm like, great. And so I think the first week, I, you know, he said, let's invite some panelists. I think the first week we had like six or seven lined up and it, and it was it's a couple people fell off, but we said, let's, let's narrow it down to four panelists so the screen is not that busy. Um, and, uh, you know, I've been following his mentorship on this because honestly, you know, what, what we have a great partnership. I bring the I bring the talent. I, I kind of come up with the topics. Uh, he, he's been able to orchestrate a really fun show with music and you know the effects and, and, and all that stuff is way outside my comfort zone. And but uh, he's been making us look really, really good. So I really give him a, a lot of the credit. So that's that really is the the power of networking and collaborations, right? It's sometimes it's about finding somebody that does something totally different from you, and then you guys become complements to each other, isn't it? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. No, we 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 put it together. Steve gave me the call, and I was excited. I was like, "Hey, you know, this LinkedIn Live thing is is uh, legit." I, I see Fanny Dunnigan. Uh, making a splash here. I got to follow in the footsteps because uh, Fanny Dunnigan is the OG LinkedIn queen here and does live better than anybody does it. And so I took some of what I saw you doing. I took what Master Networks, what I had seen them doing in terms of bringing uh, members of their community online and the attention that would that would gather. And so for folks that are thinking about oh, I want to put together a show. This is a great way, right? So you, you pull people together uh, by each person bringing their following and their community with them to the show. That's going to garner a little bit more interest. Make sure it's at a regular time, same bat time, same bat channel. So for the consistency piece of it, but that is something that can really drive energy to the show. And so when we were, me and Steve were talking, I was like, Hey, why don't we utilize this? Because I think it's, you know, originally Steve was like, Oh, let's just go back and, you know, forth between me and you. And I was like, uh, I, I don't know how interesting that's going to be uh, week to week. I've seen other people do that. And uh, I, I like to think of myself as an interesting individual, but I don't think I'm that interesting in the sense of being able to carry something or even having the energy. I know you guys are, you know, maybe some people say, oh, he's high energy, but having that energy to really bring the value because that's what at the end of the day, right, Fanny? I mean, it's always about bringing value. So one of the things that's been really amazing about this partnership is, you know, sometimes you partner up with somebody, you don't know what it's going to be. Is the other person going to carry their, their weight? Steve 
brings it. He brings these amazing people to our show that it they just drive incredible value. They're so fun to have on the show. Uh, they bring incredible value to the comment section. We get incredible engagement from the audience. Everybody has fun in the comment section, just like uh, you guys are doing right now with Ann Small, who's amazing in the comment Thank section. You. I see Neil and Mike Rochelle. Uh, yeah, Sharon, Sharon's always there. Love it. Yeah, so, yes. So everybody going crazy. That's the fun of the show. I mean, really, we do bring, I think we bring an incredible amount of value because Steve brings it and I'm trying to do, you know, fun graphics and all that stuff, but it's bringing the community together and really just letting that, that place in the comments exist. That's really the value of the show. It really is. I mean, so much, I think of networking is just learning from each other and then finding ways to say, okay, well, Cameron, you're great at this, Steve, you're great at this, and I'm good at this. And then like doing collabs and really finding great partnerships, whether you end up working together is another thing, but even just, I think, to, especially in today's digital networking world, um, collaborations, I mean, YouTube content creators are always saying like collaboration is the number one way to increase your community, your network, and your audience. Um, so definitely that. And let us know in the comments below any questions that you have when it comes to starting a series on a, you know, whether it's a live show or a just a content creation series online and as well as building networks. Let us know Danny, in the comments. I yes. see a question from Ann Small. She says, Cameron, don't you go live on LinkedIn five days a week? And I wish LinkedIn will not let me into the LinkedIn live. I get to go on lives on Friday at 2 p.m. Eastern, uh, courtesy of the master connector, Steve Spiro. But LinkedIn will not let me in. <laughs> they will not let me in. So I go they live will. on YouTube. Be persistent. <laughs> Persistency wins, too. Right. It's not just audacity. It's persistence. <laughs> That's right. That's it's so well, true. That one thing that uh, that allowed him to be on my show with us to, uh, doing this collaboration together. So in in a way, I'm blessed that it, that LinkedIn didn't let him. <laughs> so when it comes to business development and connections, I mean, Cameron, you've kind of created this. Speaking of series called Biz Dev Live, yeah. tell us about that. So. And by the way, everyone, if you haven't already done so, make sure you connect with Steve as well as Cameron. I pulled up their profile just now. So make sure you look out for them there. So, so BizDev Live is all about uh, bringing entrepreneurs and small business owners to other entrepreneurs and small business owners. And I go live on YouTube, as mentioned, and Facebook and Periscope five days a week, usually with an interview. We have amazing interviews sometimes. And especially when I was starting out, for anybody that's starting a show, I just, you know, created a whole bunch of content. Fanny was talking about it before, like getting those contents, you know, just easy, plan them out in advance. It makes it easier. And then I was staring into the little black dot. I've tried to get better at speaking as I go, but the big thing is just push the darn button and go. And so now it's, uh, I think it's 204 episodes as of today, 205 episodes as of tomorrow uh, with the show. So get started. You'll get those numbers up. And, you know, it's it's slow going trying to get like a huge following on YouTube unless you're 
uh, some some crazy engineering guy like Mark Rober or uh, somebody that just mastered the algorithm and does crazy weird stuff like Mr. Beast. However, if you have a niche, you can really uh, perform well. You'll build your community. And I've taken that a step further with networking by BizDev Live. So every Tuesday at 12 p.m. Eastern, I bring uh, the, the internets uh, together to actually live in person on Zoom. And we have a lot of fun where I really think of this place as a place to learn how to network while you actually get to network. So it's not specifically niche to an industry. It's people telling their stories. And the comments I get are, man, everybody is so interesting. And you bring such great people here. I, I don't want to bury the, you know, the thing. I don't know that everybody's more better than any other place. It's just that it is a place where we are hearing each other's stories. So you're really getting that. And that, I think, you know, we're going to talk about networking tips later. Tell your yeah. story. Absolutely. And, and why, why even bother like Steve, like why even bother networking? Why even create connections? I mean, a lot of times, even before I became an entrepreneur, I was a corporate professional. I never saw the need to network. I just went ahead and, you know, did my job, went home kind of thing. And then that's it. So why bother building a network, Steve? Well, I mean, for me, there, there's number one, I, you know, I, and I, I think, Fanny, you resonate, right? You say, uh, shine your light. I, I often say, be the light, right? Uh, if we're not connecting with people, we're, we're keeping the light to ourselves. So that's so personal standpoint. I just love, you know, being able, I was on with a young lady earlier. She might show, she, she said she could be on tomorrow's show, uh, but, but a great young lady from Colorado, um, and she and I and she said I inspired her. Now I don't know if she was just being nice, but but when you when you hear great things where you're touching people's lives, it's it really is rewarding. So so that's one piece of it. But you know, from a tactical standpoint, right? Look at look at LeBron James, right? He's got a huge network. I don't know how many followers on on all the different social media platforms, but he's getting a billion dollar contract or or close to a billion dollar or has a billion dollar contract with Nike. Because he not because he has a small network, because he has a large one. And so, so you know, it's cliche by now, but, you know, the, your net worth is in direct proportion to your network, right? So the larger your network, the larger your reach, the larger your opportunities, the larger you'll be able to maybe monetize that. Um, you know, I, I know that you, we live in a, in a time where with COVID, people have been displaced. You know, Cameron's an example of that. You know, when you have a big network, if you get displaced because of, you know, job situation or whatnot, or maybe your business goes away, uh, like, you know, kind of the industries that we've seen, they get hit hard. Network, you can easily come back, right? And that's why Cameron was able to bounce back so easily. So so it's it's tremendously valuable to have a big network for so many more reasons. And I'm sure I, I only just touched on a few. Yeah, absolutely. I wanted to pull up this um comment from Neil Israel, and maybe Cameron, you can speak to it. Partnership, right? It's also, I think Harvard Business School says it's the number one way that businesses don't go out of business is because they do collaborations and partnerships. And I saw a question from Sylvia White. Maybe you can answer this, Cameron. Like, how did you know that your connections, you two connecting and collaborating would make for a great partnership? Because sometimes they can be duds, right? <laughs> you you just don't know sometimes. Um, but did you yeah. kind of something clicked or what was it? 
Yeah, I think so. Cameron, it looks like you're, you're poised to speak. Uh-huh. Yeah, no, I was just going to say that, you know, Steve reached out to me. Uh, you, you put this amazing quote up in the beginning, be audacious, you know, go out and ask. And uh, Steve was incredibly gracious to reach out to me. Uh, I was incredibly, incredibly honored and just, I mean, I felt, it felt amazing for somebody to ask. And I think that's something that just as a, as a side note and provide audience to the value, you want somebody to participate in your organization, step into leadership, come on your show, ask them. Uh, that's, that's, that's the best way to do it. And then the, going back to the, the comment from Neil, the idea that partnership is something, you know, for a lot of entrepreneurs, they're doing it all themselves. So you think about that's the way you get burned out. That's the way you don't grow. That's the way you don't actually move beyond yourself and actually scale up. So really would make sense that partnership is the way that you don't do that, that you you know actually go beyond yourself. And we certainly have done that. We've created this partnership. I didn't know what it was going to be exactly uh, in the beginning. I don't think Steve did either. Right, Steve? <laughs> uh, Just jumped in. <laughs> and I, I, I think Pretty soon after, you know, we got started a couple of weeks in, I, I immediately told Steve, you know, I'm so happy, you know, you're uh, gung ho, you're, you're, I see the work that you're putting in here. Uh, I was trying to do my part and make sure that, you know, the show looked good and that we, you know, it was thematic and that we were pulling pieces together and that it was high energy and that it was run really well in the background. But we were, we we're each bringing something amazing to it. And, you know, even now, you know, we're, we have a sheet where we have the shows planned out in advance. Steve's got guests lined up. I'm kind of behind and getting some of my pieces uh, to, to do. He's kind and forgiving to me because he knows it's a lot of work, but that is the partnership. You know, it's, it's really working together, doing your part, uh, lending a hand when you need to. It's been amazing. Yeah. And I'll just, I'll just say this, right. You know, and, and it's something I've learned in business and in life, right? You just go, you just do, you know, you, you, you kind of, you know, I mean, not to get, I know you're in Texas, that's the Bible belt, right? But, you know, God can't steer, steer, steer a parked car, right? You just go and then you kind of get steered along the way. And if, and if, if you know, we just started, you know, and worst case, if we didn't think it was working, we had a show or two and that was it. What the heck, right? And so we just moved and, and it just, the more we did, the the cooler it got, the better it seemed to go. And we're like, okay, this is working. So, you know, I don't think it started out with, okay, partner, and, you know, Cameron and I, we're partners and, you know, it's, it's, let's collaborate. And, and, and it's just been working phenomenal. I, I'd like to add, cause I, I, I think part of what makes, and, and, and I love being on your show and I, I love like just chatting with you two. And I think it's for, for three reasons that you guys are so successful together, at least from my point of view, is that I feel like both of you are, are so humble, right? You're not. Um, and number two, you guys both are aiming to serve, right? There's very little <laughs> ulterior motive. You're not trying to like, you know, I don't know, get something. We, we out have of it. a course to sell you for $997 and it's going to make you a billionaire tomorrow. Right? Done. <laughs> Where's my private jet? Yeah. Uh, and if you act now. Yes. <laughs> and then number three, ironically, I think you guys are both very great listeners. 
So for being a host whose like role is to kind of talk, um, I think both of you are really good listeners. And so you let your guests talk and shine and, and I think it makes for a great show. So as an outsider, that's, that's my two cents. Appreciate that. <laughs> I want to bring on this question that we saw from Brayden. Um, either of you can answer this. If someone is recently unemployed, <laughs> don't you love his graphics? If someone is recently unemployed, what should be the first thing they do um, networking wise? I mean, I could take that. I mean, for sure. I mean, number one, start networking, right? The, I don't know the exact statistic. I think they say that eighty-five uh, percent of all statistics are made up on the spot, and and, and that probably was one of them, right? Um, but but they say that um, networking, you know, that eighty-five percent networking uh, is how people get jobs, right? Um, you know, very large percentage. So get get going, right? Start networking, right? Go to networking meetings, right? Uh, you know, reach out to people on LinkedIn. Just just start. Just start reaching out story reaching out for a job but reaching out and and asking for advice i think that's a better way to go hey you know i wanted to pick your brains i'm 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 looking to you know kind of relaunch or i'm looking to to pivot or i'm looking to um you know whatever the wording is you know and i'm looking for from help can can you give me some advice because that's a little bit easier than saying hey i'm looking for a job absolutely Absolutely. Um, and I'd like to ask you guys, what do you think are mistakes that people are making in networking? Cameron, what, what are people doing wrong? All right. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I know uh, Steve's got some stuff on this as well, but the pitch, right? The, the I'm selling you something. I had somebody actually today who connected with me and immediately it was to, I have this thing that's going to be great for your business. And I, I don't, you know, there's, there's, there's different levels of creepy. I know women deal with a, another level of creepy on social media, but it's, it's tough for me. I had a guy that was asking me, are you stressed in your business? Now, I don't know this person. I don't, I haven't developed, they haven't bothered to develop a relationship with me. They don't want to set up a time to meet with me, but they're saying, uh, right, right. Then, but this is my approach. And are you stressed in your business? Because they want to sell me something, right? And so it feels super creepy. It feels super uncomfortable. Don't sell me, meet me, understand me, get to know me. And then if I believe in what you're doing, I'm probably going to support you a thousand percent. So my number one piece on the, the thing that people are doing wrong is they're reaching out to people just trying to sell something without even trying to make any kind of connection. And I think that's what Facebook ads are for, LinkedIn ads. That's what advertising is for. If you want to just sell your product and do your pitch, that's the place for it, not through a connection request. Absolutely. And Steve, what about you? I We have Jake Jordan in the house from Facebook. He said, so tired of the pitch first mentality. No kidding, Jake. It's beyond robotic at this point. That does make the people who actually conversate stand out though. That's true. On the flip side, when you are genuine and providing value, then you really do stand out amongst a sea of 
<laughs> the creeps, right? Um, what about you, Steve? What do you think are mistakes people are making in networking? And, and you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna you know refer to some things that before COVID, when we were actually you know actually doing networking in person, um, but it could it could relate to you know somebody that you're speaking to on the phone. Uh, it could be if you are meeting somebody in a social distancing way, and and they ask you what you do. Uh, I remember I was at um, a good friend of mine who we were networking buddies, and we went to this uh, it was sort of an event had speakers and then afterwards they had a, um, you know, the ability to mingle and to network. And we wanted to go introduce ourselves to the, uh, to the speaker. And the guy says, you know, so, so my buddy, I won't mention his name says, you know, uh, how you doing or whatever. And, and, and he said, Hey, so what do you do? And about three and a half minutes later, um, we're still talking about what he does. And long story short, when he was done, I said, Hey, you have a business card. Let's stay in touch. I didn't even tell him what I did because it just didn't make sense. Right. So keep it short. Right. I like if somebody asks you what you do, you know, I might say, you know, I'm in consulting. What about you? What do you do? I really want to know about the person. It's to me, that's that's be genuine and, and, and understand what the person is, because people love to do business with people they know, like and trust. And you're not going to get that by telling them your 30 or one 30 second or one minute elevator pitch. I, I don't believe that is a good place when you're meeting people. Um, you, you know, it, it comes across. So a quick one, maybe it's three words. And then what about you? And then, and then dig in and then eventually they'll want to lean in and understand what you do. I love it. And I was just summarizing what you were saying, Steve, keep it short, get to know the person and be genuine. So great advice there. Um, Cameron, I mean, even with your network, right, your biz dev network that you've built, what are some of the kind of like connection and or business development tips that you would have for people? Thank you. Yeah. So talking about things that are work in COVID, pre-COVID, associations is one of the things that really helped me build my hospitality staffing business. And so I think that's something that for anybody in any industry, find the associations. I know Fanny, you're in associations. Steve, I know he's been in associations. Associations really bring up your, you know, especially as a young entrepreneur, as I was starting out, it brought up my, you know, my, my stock in other people's eyes. I had a company that I had actually worked for as an employee, got fired from. And because I was in an association, they saw me in a different light and they hired me as a staffing company, as a vendor. Uh, so associations are a big deal. Get involved in leadership, whether that's, you know, in your BNI, your, you know, I'm part of master networks, master networks in the things that you're doing in the companies that you're working in, get involved in leadership. That is going to be something that helps grow you. And that's going to allow you to create those business development connections. And then this is sort of a three part one piece here, but no, your problem that you solve, right? Understand your solution and then make it easy for people to actually get to that solution, whether that's a link, a phone call, a form that people need to fill out, but know your problem, know your solution, have a link to solve. That's your email to somebody. That's your message. You've warmed up the connection. Hey, do you have this problem? I have this solution. This is where you go. Make the phone call, call to action, right? I love it. 
Just to reiterate, number one, when you're building your business and developing it, join associations. Number two, get involved in leadership positions. And then in 3A, know the problem, understand the solution you offer, and then make it easy for people to get to your solution. Love that. Love that. Okay, folks in the audience, <laughs> give it the big three. Okay, Cameron, you got to do your musical interlude. Okay, I, right, say, right. I say we have a little like DJ session right now because <laughs> right. we, we we just need it. All right, let's see if I go can for do it. Here. Do your thing. I'm going, I'm going. Here we go, here we go. Let's see, I think you got to let it in and I'm going to yes, push away. I will. This is business development. Not even selling it. This is intelligent. If you watch it, I promise you benefit. Leadership and motivation. Is that you singing it? No. Biz Dev Live. Weekdays at 11 Eastern Time. Biz Dev Live. Weekdays at 11 Eastern Time. Biz D with C. Brought to you by Cameron T. Biz D with C. Brought to you by Cameron T. Oh my gosh. There you go. I think you need a dance uh, dance party section of your show. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, no, we, 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 try to, we try to get it going with uh, BizDev Live uh, networking. There is there's, there is that going on every week. Let me get that out of here. All right. Done, done with that. <laughs> and then, Steve, you have to do a... Um, do one of your moves in your other jujitsu. <laughs> I don't know how he could do that on the screen. This like has this. now become the, the computer. The computer is going to go flying. This is. I the was thinking about show. breaking the screen with with a punch. You know. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> oh, good one. Oh, man. Let us know your networking and connection comments and questions, and. Uh, please feel free to ask them. I think I saw one from Anne. Um, oh yes, she said, let me find this comment. Um, Kevin from Facebook asks, how has networking evolved over the last nine to 12 months? What have you seen happen with networking over the last year? I mean, that's that's pretty obvious, right? It, it's, it's uh you know, number one, you don't, I mean, unless you're in the South or in the warmer climates, you're not seeing any networking happening uh, up in the Northeast, at least other than through like Zoom type of, of meetings. So, so, and I honestly, I like that better. I mean, as a shy introverted guy, right? Think about it, the, the, the drama of having to get the guts up to walking around to strangers and, you know, especially if they're like two or three or four clicks of people and you got to break in and kind of start, start, you know, get into the conversation. That was traumatic. I mean, I had the guts, I did it, you know, tapping the people on the shoulders. I mean, all these crazy things. Now you right click a, uh, a person's image and you hit chat and you can literally message that person and, and say, let's let's have a one on one face to face on Zoom. And and so that, along with, you know, leveraging social media to meet new people also is a great way um, between those two things. I think it's a game changer to what we are, you know, a year ago, six months ago, nine months ago. Yeah, I'll, I'll just say this, you know, Steve was saying 
it's obvious. So I think for folks like us, we've been online, we've been a part of associations or networking groups and people have pivoted to online networking. We've kind of done away with the bad. I know for myself, I try to be intentional, spend my time in good groups that, you know, they there's there's ROI in terms of I'm getting to actually engage with people versus the one to many kind of thing, the webinar thing that I might as well be watching a YouTube video. Why am I here on this Zoom chat where people get to see my resting Zoom face, right? Uh, yeah. The idea that you put uh, in there that you set aside three hours each week for one-on-one yeah. -on -one meetings. Elaborate yeah. on that. And and I want Steve's answer to this as well because he's amazing because. I sort of send people to the, the queue. And so that queue is June. Like, you know, I have, I have six people lined up for the next, you know, four months. And wow. so if you want to get on that calendar, it's, it's June. He manages to, and I know he's got other things that he does and he, he's working and, and it's, it's crazy, but he really fits these meetings in. It's, it's amazing. Uh, I, schedule an hour and a half on Tuesday morning and Friday morning. I do it in stacks of half an hour. Uh, if, if anybody's unfamiliar with stacking, the nice thing about stacking, so they're coming to my Zoom room on a Tuesday or Friday. And so each meeting is in half an hour. I find that's enough time to hear somebody else's story to, to urge, you know, pull that out of them. And it's always enough time for me to share my story, whether it takes 15 minutes or 20 minutes to get their full story. I can tell my story in five, 10 minutes, whatever's got we have left in that half an hour. And then the the meeting ends because I got that next person coming into the room. I get to introduce that person to the other person. So I look good. Ah. I look like a connector, right? Oh, that's a great idea. Right. I look like somebody that knows people, right? And by you know creating that introduction and having that person that cuts that meeting off so I can move on to the next one because I like to talk and you know it just naturally progresses to the next so I get three people in and it's amazing uh, there's a bit of serendipity I was talking to somebody that was like oh well, I'm really intentional in my calendar I only let certain people into it I kind of open it up I'm I'm kind of open to meeting people I know Steve sort of has that kind of philosophy as well I'm open to that introduction I want to get to know you want to sell me something let's get let's get together and uh, know each other uh, because I'm going to be a lot more apt to partner with you, collaborate with you, purchase from you if I know you. And who knows, you know, this is the connection, right? We're only one connection away from, you know, changing the world. So uh, that's how I manage my calendar. I think there was an original question there that that sort of got left by the wayside. But yeah, Braden asks, uh, by the way, for all of you, Braden's going to be on the show in a few weeks. So make sure you connect with him as well. He's going to be on our show coach. too. He's on our calendar <laughs> there too. There you go. Oh, there you go. Networking right here. The Absolutely. benefits of networking. Um, some people find networking difficult and anxiety inducing. Absolutely. I certainly felt that way. How, what advice would you have Steve to make connecting more fun? Yeah. I mean, you know, I, like I said before, if you, if you're a, if you're a heart, you, you talked about, I think pre-show about heart, right? If you lead with your heart, you're there to, to, to genuinely want to know somebody and 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 my belief and and that this has taken some time uh you know self-development growth personal growth but my belief is that when i'm with somebody or if i'm in the room i'm bringing value 
right? I, I, that's how I believe it. So it's, it's, if you know that you have value wherever you go, then again, I think I said it before, if you, you, you're almost being selfish, if you don't, you know, reach out. So that's the attitude or mindset I have. And it's not sort of a, a take mindset. It's a, how can I give, how can it be a value for you? you go in there. I don't, there's no, I don't have any anxiety because I know about you. How can I help you? How can it be a value to you? I have a, a, a phrase that I use around that, and that is focus out and don't focus in. Yep. So when you focus out, to your point, Steve, you're serving, you're just asking questions, you're listening, you're focused on that other person. When we focus in and like, oh my God, am I saying the wrong thing? Am I like dressed okay? Yep. Do I look weird? Like when we focus in, it, it never works. <laughs> it just creates more anxiety. Um, so focus if out. I, if I can expand on that, because Braden asks, um, what do you do to make the meeting less anxiety producing, right? This has been something I think with master networks. And and by the way, Steve practiced this with me. One of the reasons I was open to that phone call and open to partnership with him is when we did have our one-on-one, -on -one, he listened to me and he provided me some amazing advice. So one, I knew he was smart. He was well-read, right? And he provided something of amazing value to me. So it sort of set that up as something that I knew he could do and what he was about. He, he um, recommended to me a book called The E-Myth uh, by Michael E. Gruber. And I now like recommended to everybody because I wish I read that book uh, when I started my business in 2011, particularly around documenting your processes so that you could scale and, uh, you know, along the lines of partnering and, you know, learning how to work with other people. It's, it's amazing. Yeah. And see, there you go. There's a testimony right there. Yolanda, Cameron, I appreciate the one-on-one -on -one meeting with you. It was amazing. Um, I mean, Yolanda is an amazing person. She's a teacher. She's an, you know, so it's, it's one of those things where it's like you, you get to know people's story, right? I got to know Yolanda. She got to know me. It's a great meeting. Are we going to trade money? I think we traded something a lot better than that. We traded, you know, understanding each other and knowing that we can be partners in life. And as we pull things together and, uh, have different things going on, we can collaborate together. She may get that phone call from me. Hey, can you partner on this show with me? Can you partner in this opportunity? She may have that for me. And that's, that's the power. Absolutely. Yeah. I just want to mention one quick thing. I know we're up against the hour, but yes. one that I got uh, that I heard again, and it really helped on Cameron's BizDev Live networking on Tuesday was lead with vulnerability. If you lead with vulnerability, you're, you're going to break down barriers, your own vulnerability. People will open up. They, they, they. It really breaks down that anxiety barrier, and it also probably it also brings it breaks it down for you. Because I found when I was hiding those vulnerabilities, that's what I was anxious. When I led with it, gone. Yeah, yeah, and and I think to clarify, like a perfect example, right? Your bio, right? You went from shy and introverted to a great networker. Right. I, I think nobody, I want people to always the e-myth. Yes. <laughs> somebody, somebody was asking. So I just throw it, throw it up on the screen. Let me make e it bigger. Hold on. There you, go. there you go. Why most small businesses don't work and what to do about it. The e-myth revisited. Thank you. Thank you, Cameron. Um, and, and then to your point, Steve, about lead with vulnerability, like, yeah, I think, but people mistaken vulnerability is like, I'm going to, 
cry and let it all out and make it a therapy session. That's not what we're talking about here. No. Um, you can very professionally speak from the heart. And again, that perfect example of what you said, like transitioning from introvert to master networker, um, that's revealing something about yourself, but at the same time, the lessons learned and then the growth that happened. Yeah, I think it's really key with vulnerability is that you just want to remember you're not the victim of your story. You're the hero mm -hmm. of your story. You're going through it or you went through it and you've come out of it. You're here and you're somebody that's better for it. So don't be the victim of your story. Make sure that you're not, you know, Debbie Downer in, in a phone call or on a Zoom meeting. That's not what people are showing up for. I'm not saying that you can't bring heavy subjects in the room, but you want to make sure that you're going someplace positive with it. How can I help you? What advice can I give you? If I'm just to, there to be your therapist, I need to get paid a lot more money. <laughs> yes. Um, and, I, and I think that here, I mean, I usually end the show with a, a tip from the heart, but I think this says it all, right? <laughs> lead with vulnerability um and and just like that the the hour has already gone by i mean always fun always fun and you too just bring it every time the energy and the thoughts thank you thank you thank you please stay on while i just kind of announce some upcoming events for people here give me one sec here while we talk about that um speaking of associations to cameron's advice there, join associations to increase your network. One of the associations that I'm a part of is the Association of Business Technology Professionals. And every fourth Tuesday of the month, we feature a variety of technology leaders, CIOs, CTOs, and they share their experience with technology, with growth, with transformations. And these are leaders with ethics and with virtues. And this month, it is going to be Dick Daniels, who is the former CIO of Kaiser Permanente. And he's going to talk about career retrospective and where we should go from there. And that is the Association of Business Technology Professionals. You can get more information at abtpdfw.org. And then real quick, next week's guest is Alessa Woodry. She is a former dancer and Pilates coach. And now she goes and helps corporations um, with movement and stretching and relieving stress and what we call, I think, technology neck, or I, I don't even know all the terms, but I'm going to learn them from the, her. So next week, we are going to get moving and uh, find ways to physically deal with stress and um, all the mental stuff that we go through from having to work from home. So please join me in that. And I want to wrap up here with these amazing guests. I'm going to, I want to bring Anne Small in too, because she in her right is a master networker in my eyes as well. I call her the engagement queen. So right here, guys, for the audience out there, please connect with all of us. We are here to serve. We are here to connect. Um, any final words, Cameron? Fanny, you are Awesome. I've taken so much value from you. And whenever I talk to people one-on-one, -on -one, I mention you because I'm like, hey, lay out a LinkedIn post this way. I'm <laughs> frustrated to death when I give some people the advice 
because it's worked so well for me and they don't take it. They keep asking these long questions that, you know, have, you know, I'm like, yes or no question, put your information in, you know, hashtags, video, it works so, so well, then tag people in it. Uh, you are the LinkedIn master, the LinkedIn queen. Thank you so much. And tremendous job. You are all over in the chats, the comments, amazing in the community. Thank you so much for having me and Steve on. We really, really appreciate it. I don't want to speak to for Steve, but I, I know he's happy to be here as well. I know he's going to say it himself, but thank you so much uh, for having me on. Absolutely. Steve, any final words or final advice? Yeah, well, first of all, Finney, and thank you for inviting us. We really appreciate viewership and the audience here, uh, incredible people. Uh, you have an amazing show you're putting together. Uh, I know Cameron and I speak for Cameron and we're learning and continue to learn from you. Um, Likewise. You know, when we were, were going to do the show, he's like, he's like you got to go watch, check out what Fanny's doing. You got to go check it out. Like over and over and over again, he was like preaching at me. And I understand why. You have you're checking the mail, Cameron. <laughs> But, but seriously, you know, what I love about what you do is you inspire people. You and Ann have an amazing heart. And, and I think that lines exactly up with Cameron and I. We love helping and serving people and we love to be the light. So, uh, you know, uh, you know, we, we, uh, one of the things how we end our show is we all say in unison, crush it, you know, because we want to go out there and crush it and be the light. So yeah, shine your light. Absolutely. There it is right here. So, Anne, any final words for the audience in here as engagement queen? Yes, everyone did a great job. And plug in to watch Steve and Cameron because they do an amazing job. And I know Friday is Friday's at what time, Steve? 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Okay. Go. Yeah, the, the link is in the chat, everybody. Master Connection Series, March 5th, 2 p.m. The link is in the chat. Uh, you can find that networking yeah, event good. that I talked about. That is also in the chat. You can subscribe to my YouTube channel if you care to uh, there as well. Thank you so much, everybody. I loved all of the activity in the chat. This is where the fun is, uh, which is why I'm mad that LinkedIn won't let me in because I'd like to they be will. on there every, every day. LinkedIn, let Cameron in. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you all. Thank you for your time. Thank you to you in the audience for all your contributions and all your support. And as always, make sure you shine your light, share your message, share your gifts, share your voice with the world and do it through video. Bye everyone. Thank you, Cameron. Thank you, Steve. And